1: Rest your legs. Psalm 107. Psalm 107 says, Let them give thanks for his unfailing love, for his wonderful works to us. For he satisfies the thirsty and he fills the hungry with good things. I want to talk to you about the hungry getting filled in these next few moments. The hungry get filled. Who gets filled? Who gets satisfied? The thirsty get satisfied. What do the hungry get filled with? Verse 9. The hungry get filled with (laughs) good things. This isn't a complicated message. Uh, Who gets satisfied? The thirsty. Who gets filled? The hungry. With what? Good things. The, uh, the other day Elizabeth and I were in a restaurant in London and there was this baby who was screaming and screaming and screaming just would not stop and the mum just stood there trying to console but just didn't leave the restaurant I was this close to paying the weight of 50 pounds to go and shut the thing up send the mother out of the restaurant <clears throat> well she should have left out of politeness <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Go figure. (laughs) I guess the baby was hungry. I guess and the mother didn't know what to do to try and feed it anymore. It just wanted another cookie or something and had no self-awareness of how it looked. If only he was old enough to be able to go, hey buddy, you know, let me just reflect back on what this is sounding like. You are crying the entire house down because you want one more cookie. Do you know how ridiculous that looks? the hundred people in this restaurant maybe then it would have calmed down but of course when a child is six months old it doesn't understand reason and yet we grow up and and we find ourselves still craving for something that doesn't satisfy and really everybody's looking on going that makes no sense we're looking at all sorts of things to try and satisfy a hunger in us because we're made to be people who are sur- on a search, on a, on a seeking, on a, on a road of seeking satisfaction. It's okay to want satisfaction. It's not wrong. To want satisfaction. We are thirsty and, and yet we'll look for it in, in, in sexuality and we go, well that, maybe that'll satisfy me. Or in, in our productivity and performance, uh, maybe that will feed me acceptance. and Maybe I will be loved if I do this thing or, or that thing and we're trying to feed our soul with all sorts of things that are not all bad or wrong. But if it takes the place of one who we should be seeking, if it takes the place of Jesus Christ, if it takes that place, we will never be filled. We will never be satisfied. It'll sound like we're crying out for one more cookie. Please give it to me. It looks ridiculous to everybody else. But to you it sounds so reasonable because you're hungry for something. You're thirsty the presence of the holy spirit and didn't know it today i want you to leave this place so satisfied you'll wake up tomorrow tomorrow morning hungry for more but for more of the right thing more of the thing that sounds so right to everybody else and sounds so good to your colleagues and sounds so amazing to your neighborhood because they are looking to taste and see that god is good and they can only do that by how we are and the river that flows out of our lives he says the thirsty get satisfied the hungry get filled and so we need to be not so much trying to change our diet you know you can change what you're eating but until you change your appetite changing your diet will only create a temporary change but when you begin to change your appetite you can see a life transformation I remember in my teenage years struggling with some things and And then in my uh, late teens, early 20s, I got filled with the Holy Spirit. And I, I tried all sorts of things to change certain areas of my life. And it was working to some degree, but not entirely. I was getting frustrated. I'd take three steps forward and two steps back. And three steps forward and two steps back. Until one day, as I got into the presence of the Holy Spirit, my entire appetite changed. I was hungry for something new. I was hungry for Him. And in that appetite, overnight, my diet changed. I became a changed person. Today, some of you are struggling with things and you've, you've tried to address them and, and sort them out, but it's an appetite change you need. It's all good working on the therapy of that situation, but until your appetite changes, your diet will only be a partial transformation. Some of you are here today and you're already feeling full. You're going, oh, well, I... I, I seek God and I, I feel blessed and I, and that's awesome I, I would feel like that at least half of my time but you know what you can position yourself to be hungry if Jesus says it's the poor in spirit and the, it's the meek and it's the hungry that get filled then that means we need to position ourselves to be poor in spirit and meek and hungry ready to get filled so if you're feeling already filled you can position yourself and psalmist tells us in psalm 107 how we do that he says let them give thanks to the lord for his unfailing love when you give thanks you open up the presence of god to you He says enter his gates with thanksgiving when you take time to worship when you spend time looking at how amazing he is how wonderful he is how glorious he is when you take time so look at him, there is no doubt, doesn't matter how filled you are, there is a gap in your realization of what you have and what you don't have. And that's a wonderful moment when you go, My God, I feel hungry all over again. It's like having feast on an incredible meal. You've gone out and done the all-you-can-eat meal option the night before. You've stuffed yourself beyond silly. And you don't wake up satisfied, do you? You wake up more hungry. Your stomach has expanded beyond what it was ever meant to expand to. It's gone beyond its limits and now you're left empty in the morning going, I I need more. That's what it should be like in the presence of the Holy Spirit when we worship Him and we allow our soul, our heart to get expanded. Even though we're already filled, we wake up wanting more. We wake up knowing there's got to be more. Thanksgiving positions us with a hunger. He also says, Give thanks for his unfailing love and for his wonderful works. The other thing I find positions me for hunger is reminding myself of his wonderful works. One of his wonderful works, salvation is a wonderful work. Lately as I've been walking in the mornings and praying, as I move from street to street as I pray, I, I, I find myself praying for people in their homes. And it's been my desire to see at least one family in every street I walk through to come to Christ. I've been going, God, may that family or that person find Jesus this week do something in this street that's a wonderful work when I think of moves of God, when I think of sick people who need to be healed it makes me feel hungry for more, I feel dissatisfied that there are people living all around me who don't know this wonderful love of Jesus when I meditate on his wonderful works I position my heart to be hungry again You can be hungry today even when you're filled. You can be hungry today even when you're satisfied by positioning your heart to be hungry, to want more. And here's the wonderful thing. He he says that when you're hungry, He will fill you with good things. Ephesians 1 tells us that we are already blessed with so many spiritual blessings. So, so many. I don't think we realize even a fraction of them. Sometimes we go through life almost taking it for granted that God is good and he's good to us. There is so much of what he wants for us out there, so much for us to explore of his goodness, not our goodness. In the New King James Version, it says the longing soul gets filled with his goodness, not our goodness. Our measure of goodness is so limited. We tend to pray, God, I'll just provide for these bills I've gotten. He's going, I want you to have more than that. I want you to have enough left over, flowing over, so you can be generous on every occasion. He wants you to have so much more than just enough. He wants you to be a blessing. He wants you to be spiritually blessed, physically blessed, so that you can be a blessing in this life. He wants you to have so much more. Isaiah 44, it says he's pouring out his rains on the dry land. He's watering the thirsty land. He says, he's pouring out his spirit on your offspring. He's blessing your descendants so they may spring up and be fruitful, be like green grass and like poplar trees. That's God's hand of blessing upon you. When you're hungry for him, when you're thirsty for him, he pours himself out on the thirsty ground. and the hungry person. He wants to pour out his goodness, not your goodness. There's this crazy story in the, in the Gospels in Mark 9 where the disciples are walking along the road in the presence of Jesus and they are, dispute, they are debating over who is the greatest. Can you imagine? You're in the presence of the greatest and you're, dispute, you're, you're, you're dialoguing who is the greatest. No, I think it's Peter. He's the greatest. Did you remember that time when he hooked not just a cod but he on that same hook he hooked a a, a cod and a and he hooked a shark and he, he got it all in one go Peter's amazing and, and they go no no I think John's amazing uh, that, that guy John he he's he's becoming such a great preacher did you see how he healed that uh, deaf person the other day and they begin to dispute who the greatest it is because of this thing and that thing these great acts that they'd seen people do and And there's Jesus right in the midst of them. So he comes up to them and goes, Hey, uh, what are you guys talking about? And it literally says they fell silent. The reason I know that Jesus didn't come up in the conversation as one of the greatest is because they would not have needed to fall silent. If they had been maybe presenting the thought that jesus might have been the greatest they would have been ready to say well well jesus actually we were just having a discussion on who the greatest is and your name came up in the conversation but no they fell silent how can you be in the presence of the greatest and yet be dialoguing who the greatest is you know what our greatest need is is to get ourselves out of the equation we've got to get ourselves out of the equation Her, hosea chapter 10 10 says this he says break up the unplowed or fallow ground break up the lumps and bumps and hardness of our hearts and seek the Lord it is time to seek him so that he would shower righteousness on you do you know stuff just gets in there doesn't it maybe disappointment has crusted your heart or or sin has crusted your heart Acts 3 says as you turn away from your sins times of refreshing come now, who doesn't want a time of refreshing i like man it's worth turning away from your sin for <laughs> freedom times of refreshing maybe complacency has got in when you're filled with complacency you're not ever going to be filled with much else when you go oh yeah I sort of want it but I'm not sure seems really good but I don't know Car is empty, needs some fuel, but I think I can get home. As you pass the fuel station. Yeah, I know I need, I want to, I know I should. I, I sort of want to pull in and get, but I'll just leave it. I'll leave it. I know Jesus is here now, but he seems to be here every Sunday at twelve, and maybe I could wait till next Sunday, he'll be here again. He's maybe I'll try the ten o'clock service. Maybe I'll see if he's there and or a Friday lunchtime. Five people don't say, well no, he's obviously there or block parties I know he loves to turn up at our block parties he's the ancient of days he loves to keep young he wants to come to the youth service he must be there you know there's always another opportunity so you put it off for today complacency for as long as you're filled with complacency you'll never get filled with the Holy Spirit because it's the hungry and the thirsty that get filled it's those who long for something to stand to our feet do you long for something today you're hungry for something I'll tell you I am I got a little caught out in the first service part way through the altar call I, I didn't know what to do with myself so I just stopped and just let the Holy Spirit minister to people because it felt like something was happening so profound it was beyond beyond what I could do or you could do when we let the Holy Spirit move and do something he will feed you beyond your wildest dreams he will water areas no other thing can satisfy you go deeper than you thought he could or would there's a longing inside of every one of us there's no doubt about it whether you acknowledge it or not it's your choice but there is a longing inside of you The most dangerous thing we can do is say, I'm okay, Jack. Because you're not. I mean, you are. You're awesome. But you're not fully okay. You know, there are little creaky parts of you. If you don't, then I'll point them out for you. Or somebody will or a friend will. Just ask a spouse or a good friend. They'll tell you where you're a little cranky or a little awkward. (laughs) Quite quickly. They won't even have to think about it. A few things will come straight to their mind. I find I have to stop her. All right, three's enough. Please, you don't have to get to the bottom of your list. (laughs) Uh, It's my willingness to admit it. That's where the problem lies. It's my willingness to say it's okay to not be okay. Because I've got one I can seek. I've got one I can be hungry after. I've got one who wants to do something in me that restores and strengthens and blesses me and empowers me and fills me. The hungry get filled. Come on, I want us to just begin to seek him for... A minute or so right now and as people are seeking him if you find that you're hungry today I want you to come forward fill this altar I don't care if we have to fill the aisles here we didn't have enough space earlier this morning if you feel like you're hungry for more maybe you can't fill but you're going I'm determined to stir a hunger for more I don't want to stay just satisfied I want more So that's you Come on out. Maybe you came dry. And so you're very aware of your need for more. Come on out. Come on out. As we sing this again, I want us to seek God together. I want us to stir a longing. Stir a hunger. Stir something in us. I know you can do this at home. I do this all the time at home. I stir a hunger. But I tell you, it's nothing like being in the house of God. Nothing like being together. In an atmosphere like this, where waar... that longing lach- gets so easily filled, the hunger gets so easily satisfied, God wants.
0: Bedankt voor het luisteren naar deze podcast. Ik wil graag nog een paar momenten van je tijd nemen, want misschien realiseer je je vandaag wel dat je je relatie met Jezus in orde moet maken. Misschien heb je hem nooit eerder in je leven uitgenodigd. Of misschien ben je om een bepaalde reden van hem weggegaan. En vandaag wil ik je graag uitnodigen om bij hem terug te komen. Of misschien weet je wel niet zeker of je naar de hemel gaat. Ik zou je nu graag in een gebed willen leiden en dat je dit gebed met mij opzegt. Lieve God, ik dank u voor Jezus. Ik dank u dat u voor mij gestorven bent. Ik vraag u dat u mij vergeeft. Ik neem afstand van mijn verleden en ik geef u mijn leven. Kom in mijn leven. Ik dank u dat ik vandaag gered ben. In Jezus naam. Amen. Als je dit gebed gebeden hebt, heeft de Heilige Geest vandaag iets gedaan in jouw leven. En het zou geweldig zijn als je ons hierover wilt vertellen. Dus stuur ons een mail naar infoc 3 Laat ons weten dat je deze beslissing genomen hebt. En laat ook je adres achter. Want we willen graag een boekje sturen dat je zal helpen om deze beslissing te bekrachtigen en om een volger van Jezus te worden. We kunnen je ook helpen om geplant te worden in onze kerk dicht bij jou. God zegen je en tot snel.